Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hello and welcome to Zero Degrees, the podcast with no qualifications where we solve your complications. I'm Lydia and I'm joined by Harry and Ravs. How are you both doing? Good. Hello, hello, hello. Good. How are you doing, Lydia? You all good? I'm good. I'm good. Harry, do you feel refreshed? You've just come back from a luxurious breakaway, sunbathing yeah. your little tootsies. Yeah, I do. Although, as soon as I came back, the uh, furry episode had to go out. So I had to listen to yeah. that again. And uh, do you know what? I had to those memories. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we're sorry that was a bit late on YouTube, everyone. Harry yeah. was having the time of his life, chilling. Harry Apologies. was busy. I love the pictures. Holy crap. They, oh, my they God. stunning there. <laughs> the one of me in the jacuzzi just staring. The jacuzzi one is very good. That was That's hot a good as fuck. Picture. That was it's hot as picture. fuck. Yeah, it was nice. Very nice and relaxing. Unlike unlike the furry episode, which yeah. Did I see you guys had like an infinity pool as well? It was, was quite the villa rafts. It was quite yeah, the villa. It looked, it looked pretty sick. Harry's um, bougie. It was yeah. very. It's not. It's not my usual holiday. That was quite quite a treat. Um, mm. Yeah, it was cool. It's nice. I like Turkey. It's um. I've only been to Turkey a couple of times, but it's a, it's a nice country. People there are very very lovely, hmm. very welcoming, very very warm. So it's good. It's a good place yeah. to go. I recommend. I recommend Turkey. Um, <laughs> I'm was, also glad was... we I'm glad we got to see the red shorts again. I've been missing them. Been a good while. Old red shorts. Red shorties. Cuties. Yeah. I mean, I, they are literally swim shorts, so I mean, <laughs> they're the only pair I own, so it was kind of, I had to wet take them. Um, good to whip them out, though. How are you guys doing, though? You good? How's England been? It's been nice? Well, it's been fun? I wasn't in fucking England. I was in oh. bonnie old Scotland. True. Uh, I was back knew. in the motherland, recharging my batteries, mm. you know, with fried food and, <laughs> like, alcohol <laughs> oh my god the deep fried pizza that Dunk you and Duncan were yeah, eating I made Duncan and Matt eat deep a pizza crunch deep fried pizza uh, he loved it but then like immediately like didn't want to admit it was good so he was like oh it was a bit greasy and much wasn't it I was like but you were like basically coming two seconds ago <laughs> Oh how, um, not how, on the pizza was, though not on not the pizza no 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 how was it because i think when i spoke to you you said that you've never been that far north in scotland because you were pretty far north yeah it's the furthest north i've ever been uh, yeah it's crazy it was like beautiful like, everything was just like by the waterfront our hotel was by like a fish processing plant though so like <laughs> you woke up in the morning <laughs> And the first smell you got, and like we had to wake up real early, so it was like nine in the morning. We'd had our breakfast at the like dingy little hotel. Yeah, we'd go outside, and the first whiff you get is just like dead fish. Oh, it was, just, oh, it was really mm, the sweet ocean air. Mm. Oh, oh, that's fucking gross. How was it? Because you were up there seeing WDC and um, stuff they're doing with dolphins in the North Sea, right? Yeah, it was very cool. Like, it's the first time I've had the chance to actually like 
see some of the good we've done with Jingle Jam and stuff. Mm. It was really sick. Like, and went out on a boat, mm-hmm. which, like, a rib boat, like, so a little fun. tiny boat, which I was like, you know, I'm scared of deep ocean water, and I was also scared that I'd oh, be you- that guy. Yeah, like, you know, there's, like, crabs and sharks out there and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you start with crabs? Like, <laughs> because I just picture myself like you know drowning, and then like a Japanese spider crab is for some reason all the way over here in, <laughs> in Scotland. Uh, in Scotland, then it just grabs me and pulls me to the sea floor and like pinches my flesh. That's not gonna happen, crabs. Don't a, worry. A, but I was, I, I also was terrified that I would be like that guy from You've Been Framed. You know, anyone who tries to get on a boat at the at the dock, just like falling in with the life jacket on and shit. <laughs> I was terrified stepping onto the boat. But, I, oh my I God, thought this was meant to be like a fun rush. trip. You, it like, was, it was, it was so, so anxiety. fun. <laughs> the, uh, the, the anxiety before the boat and then when I got on the boat, anxiety turned into adrenaline and now oh. I'm like, the only thing I can think about is getting on a boat <gasps> and like going into the water. Perhaps really? you're a man of the sea. Yeah. It's where you feel at yeah, home. I've, I've found my sea legs. Like I want to get out there. I'm a real seaman now. <laughs> he's, really, he's full of seaman, this man. He's, he's yeah, this man, is, I am full of seaman. <laughs> Like that should, pizza we talked about. Oh, yes. delicious! You should get a houseboat, Rabs. Live your yeah. life on oh, the sea. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> like going out every now and then, kind of nice. Yeah, those. I, I. I like. I like being at sea. I like the smell. You know, it's Bracing. good. It's just. It feels really exciting. It feels like not our domain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like we had an ice cream by the beach, no. and like as a tradition, and like just walked around, saw beautiful waves and rivers and stuff. Saw some dolphins, peeped ah. some dolphins, was cute. Really fucking cool. Saw seals, which is like one of my favourite animals. Yeah, so that was pretty sick. So it was, yeah, it was a good that time. Sounds amazing. And then, I, then I came back to Bristol and it was very warm and I was sad. No, oh, was it chilly? And I'm guessing at the top of Scotland, it must have been quite cold. A little bit, but I actually got sunburned on the boat. The guy was like, yeah, make sure you put on like sun cream. I was like, yeah, whatever, mate. And then like <laughs> the sun reflecting, the sun reflecting off the fucking uh, the water cooked me alive that's oh when God. you have to wear sun cream the most when you're yeah. near water <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> for fuck's sake um what have you been up to lydia we've been away we've been gallivanting the world oh i feel i feel like a boring old betty right now you both have been i don't know hanging out with turtles and dolphins and giant spider crabs and i've um, and turkeys and turkeys and <laughs> what turkeys <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Harry's and Mr. Turkey. Oh, right, yeah, turkeys. (laughs) And I have been on the sofa lying vertical for a few days because my tummy hurt. (laughs) To be be fair, Liz, though, you're usually like Mrs. Worldwide. Oh, true, true. I am Pitbull. I am Mrs. Pitbull. It is true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I don't feel that bad. I don't don't feel that awful for you, Lydia. Constantly going wow. away. Is your, is your tummy on the mend though? It's okay. Thank you for asking, Ravs. It's very kind of you. Yeah, <laughs> Hopefully this um, episode will not make me feel ill with the questions we have prepared. Well, you know what? We've had some great questions. Some lots, lots of new questions. I think these are all new questions. And there's nothing overtly awful or sexual or deprived. Nice. They're just great questions. Okay. So shout out to the viewers. They've been sending in some real bangers. Real fucking yeah. bangers, these ones. I mean, they're going to be awful now. I've said this. I've, I've jinxed it completely. <laughs> we did put out the call to arms to, like, you know, give us give us a little bit of non-cursed questions, please, listeners. And, you know, it sounds like you've answered the call, you know? Yeah. Thank you, like, I think we've had about four to five um, episodes where it's just been like, I come on a pizza. Come, come, come. Shit, shit, shit. My dick is 
covered in shit. Like. <laughs> I, I, it's interesting. What we should mention the amount of furries that have written in, though, as reaction mm. to that to that pizza are we, episode. Are we due a furry update episode uh, at just, some point? The thing is, there's not much to like. It's I have some of them are very long messages, Rouse, and I gave a couple of them a read. And it's like, I appreciate, I don't think we can really talk about them, but the overwhelming feeling is they don't feel like these people represent them. Right. That's, that's I, good. I, I want to just, good. I feel like this, that's fair to voice. Do you know what I mean? It's fair mm-hmm. to let yeah. them, you know, furries list, furry listeners respond and say they, they think that's fucked up as well. Yeah. They don't, they don't like that in their community. That's good. Okay. That's honestly, good I feel like the, the furry question almost got overshot last time by the fucking cat question. The poisoning cat question mm. got so yeah. much discussion that so many other people have written in about it. Like people do not want those cats to be murdered. No, but also, no one seems to have like a great solution. Um, I Did saw the guy, the, the guy Reddit posted update. on the Reddit, mm. yeah, and someone suggested he gets a geese, which I liked. Geese, I love get that. Geese? Cats hate geese. Like, oh really? They, like, just get super intimidated by geese, which you no, know, that's a fun solution. But it seems like a real sticky one. Like, I don't really... There aren't... No one really had a great solution other than find an animal shelter, but then all animal shelters need to be neutered and stuff. I was so surprised reading the Reddit thread that some people were just like, cats are vermin. We should get rid of the cats. There were people in that thread that were like, ride or die. They were like, fuck cats, poison them. I was like, what's wrong with you, man? Like, (laughs) yeah. Although the guy did make a good point. He said, if I'd done this post and I'd said it was 20, ca- uh, 20 rats mm-hmm. that were infesting my garden, you wouldn't think twice to say, well, you know, put, tra- put traps out. It'd be or, your first solution, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I, even though I don't think like that, because obviously I'm a massive cat lover, I can see this person's, you know, the issue because... These are just, this is vermin that's attacking his like food yeah. and his house and stuff. I, I feel like that's where it's less of like a physical problem and it's more of a moral problem. It's a problem. moral thing, like, isn't it? And I think it's more he needs to just go through the process of accepting that he's probably going to do this thing. I just like to say, I do mm. not agree that you should kill those cats. <laughs> I'm not imploring it. I'm not doing it gleefully. <laughs> the I, am, I just don't see a fucking solution. No, no it one is has very an answer. I'm a full convert to the rat gang now as well. Like I, I was like, don't even poison the rats, man. Like I went to, <laughs> I went to, I went to, I went to Chew Valley, the animal place mm. recently, and like we got to hold some rats, and I've mm. never held a rat before. I've always loved them, but like got to he- hold one. It was like running up my arm one fell asleep in my my arm and one ran up my arm and groomed the back of my head and i was like (laughs) oh my god these are the like cutest little animals ratatouille's like pulling at your hair and you're suddenly making a delicious cuisine it literally was he like ran up the back of my head and was like grooming my hair maybe he was trying to like control me (laughs) but yeah rats are super smart like how you said like they're like mega intelligent and i yes i would be sad for them to be killed as well but i i think it's more the association of rats and disease which isn't always fair it's like a thing obviously from the plague even though it was the fleas that had the plague um and we don't associate cats so much with disease i mean depending on where they are i guess some of them we kind of we kind of associate them as like kind of proud clean creatures yeah like they don't have that vermin kind of aesthetic although rats are very clean as well it's just yeah you can't help it there is this association are like the, I like the, the we're slowly talking ourselves into killing these cats. New York well. monster <laughs> ones, like, you know. Yeah, yes, it would be. It is fair. <laughs> it's a good idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see. I think the guy will give us an update on what his solution is. Because I, ho- I really hope it isn't. I really hope he finds some way, right, of not having to kill these fucking yeah, cats. Yeah, me but too. It's 
that's looking pretty unlikely. <laughs> um, should we do a question? Yes. Sounds good to me. Question one. My family members keep on gifting me nice polo shirts and such for my birthday slash Christmas, which is a nice gift and all, but the problem is, I just don't like collared polo shirts. I don't like wearing them, and in the end, I just eventually end up donating slash giving these shirts away to other people after years of them essentially sitting in a drawer. How can I tell them I don't want these shirts without harming their feelings? Oh... Oh, uh, this this is very relatable. I think. Have you guys have you guys experienced something like this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I know someone has also experienced it quite a lot. Um, with me, it wasn't so. It was like, uh, it was like, what was it? It was like my dad always used to buy me. I think it was like some kind of like like a scent like a perfumey thing or something yeah. like that and he would always buy it for me and I hated the smell and I oh, felt fuck. I didn't know how to tell him that I didn't like it because I didn't want to upset I didn't want to yeah. hurt his feelings um and I just yeah it was, I was the a, trouble is if you let it go for a couple of years like what do you say exactly like, if this has been if this you set a precedent like then they think like, oh, did you never like it? I think in the end, what I did, it's almost like they what they say how to like make naughty children not do something in the fact that you should um, praise their good deeds rather than punish their bad deeds. So I think I like, he'd got me two different scents once and I was like, I really love this one. Like this, <laughs> this one is amazing. This one, and this I, one okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think I tried to do it like that and it did work, but obviously that's not the ideal solution because then that requires you receiving two things and one of them is liked yeah. more than the other one. So that doesn't always work, I guess. All right, you have you experienced it? Yeah, I've certainly had it, like, been given gifts of, like, clothing that are just, like, I, I can't ever wear this, mum, and I don't know, or, like, from, I think it was, like, I think my brother might have got me something once as well, I was just, like, I, I don't think I'll ever wear this, yeah. like, thing you've bought me, and I, I don't know, like, I don't know what the best way to deal with it is, I always just, like, let it sit in the cupboard, or... <laughs> Next time I tried to be like, what have you bought me this instead? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's not, I feel like it's socially acceptable to, to kind of throw out a gift preference, right? And be like, I would really like this. Like, I don't feel like that's bad or I feel like that's fine. Like, I almost like when people come to me and like, this is what I'd like. I was like, well, mm. that's problem solved. I'm just going to get you that done. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, re- right. Removes all of the stress of trying to buy someone a gift. It makes it such a convenience, right? If someone literally tells you what they like and what they want, mm. like you're just like, oh, wow, you want this thing that you linked to me and I can yeah. click it and I can click buy. Yeah. And then it has a gift wrap option and I can just give it to you. I can yeah. ship it directly Done. to your house and I don't even need to speak to you. Sounds good. There's like <laughs> no you, stress involved. Do you reckon like the example of like buying Polish, it's like almost for them rather than for you. Do you know what I mean? Is there like, is it some like gift buying of like they don't even think you like it? If you don't even wear them, why do they think you're buying them? Joining this, like, well, if they've never seen you wear one of them, how? Why do they continue to buy them? That doesn't make any I'm, sense. I'm wondering if it's sort of a situation that they're like, they they want their the person who owns these pole shirts to look a certain way. Mm. I'm I'm wondering if it's one of those situations, you know, like, you know, when I think of a collared pole shirt, I think of like some lads at like some fucking 
I guess it'd be Oceana down here. I've never been to an Oceana, but oh, like uh, just like a <laughs> yeah. just like a chavy place, you know. I quite like colour think... shirts. I think they're all right. I'm the right person. I, I, I think yeah. in the right way, yeah. They. The thing is, I'm just thinking like the Fred Perry be... ones, though. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they could be quite preppy, right? Yeah, yeah. I, quite, I quite like him actually. I, don't yeah. I mean, Lydia likes Oceana, so. Oh, well, I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah two, yeah, yeah, two yeah. equals four, goes, so there goes, we go. Goes, goes it goes hand in hand. Um, uh, I, I've, got a, I've got a mate who um, has a similar thing where it's like her, um, her boyfriend's family think, like, once she mentioned that she liked um, a franchise or something like that, let's just say it's, I can't remember now, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? Mm-hmm. And that they clung to that and now always get her Buffy the Vampire Slayer gifts every birthday, every Christmas. And she doesn't want that stuff anymore. Like, you know, years have gone by and she just gets all this tat and she doesn't know because it's it's not even her family. It's a part like her boyfriend's family. So it's even less of a situation where you can like be honest. So she's just got all this fucking crap and she's like, I really wish they stopped giving this to me. But I think that's what people tend to do, right? You, You find something that someone likes and if you don't know the person that well, you kind of cling to that and you just always get them that thing because yeah. it's the easiest thing because you think, oh, they like this. Like it's a, a very typical like mom dad thing to do as well, I think. I, I feel like they only, I, I just think the reality is you're going to break their feelings. You're going to hurt their feelings somehow. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to hurt their feelings way, way more if they ever find that drawer of polo shirts that you have never worn. Do you know what I mean? Or they see you donating them or something like it's way better to just be upfront and just be like, I would really like this now. And if they they, mm. that don't, they don't take the fucking hint, be like, I really don't wear these polo shirts. Like, I think you got to drop some fucking, you got, you got to reach out a little bit. I think there's like a, a, a very like sw- sweet, soft way of doing it. Like it says my family members, so it might be kind of like more distant people that he doesn't talk to as much. But if there's a way of just saying like, oh, I'm trying out this new style. Like I used, you know, I used to yeah. love wearing polo shirts, um, but I'm really getting into, you know, whatever, I don't know, the, this style of t-shirt or- um, Crop tops. Crop tops or- Crop tops yeah, are my new thing. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. And then maybe send a few examples. Like I'm really into this kind of stuff yeah. now. So don't say that you don't like- polo shirts and say that you did like them so it doesn't invalidate the money and the time that they spent buying you them but just make it clear that oh my style is changing now and i'm quite into this yeah i think there's a nice way of doing it which isn't i don't like this and i haven't liked this you know yeah yeah i think you've got to play along with the storyline that's going on in their head Mm -hmm. right which is they currently like this yeah yeah definitely i was just thinking that like just just let, let them down gentle and if they don't take the hint then Fuck them, just keep throwing out your publishers. <laughs> just keep At that point, you've just got to just donate them to charity because, yeah. or give them to mates or whatever. Because if they, if you give them a hint and they still carry on giving them to you, there's not really much else you can do. Equally, I mean, if they're like, are they a little bit senile? Because if, in which case, I just wouldn't even bother trying. I just no. like, this polo shirt's oh, for yeah. life now, boy. Like, fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if it's a grandparent, them. then well, it's just there's a no countdown. hope. It's just a countdown until you're not getting any more polo shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Granny, no. It's ups and downs, all right? <laughs> no more granny, Silver no lining. More shirts. No, I, I, I was talking about her ret- moving to Florida. Yes, and of course. Yes. The oh, shipping yes. anymore, of course. Yes, 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 yes. Have you ever have you ever had that, Harry, where someone buys you something which I, you don't like? I was trying to think. Like, the thing is, I'm not like a big 
I don't love like things. <laughs> like, I'm not like a massive material person. Objection. Like, Pokemon cards. Ooh, I do like Pokemon cards, but they yeah. take zero space. Do you know what I mean? True, like I don't like true. like I like I don't like like clutter. I guess it's mm-hmm. like I'm the same, and people keep giving me clutter. Which is contrary <laughs> to my office desk, which is completely cluttered. But like my yeah. flat is like pretty minimal. Like I don't, it's not many things. So like I usually just don't like getting things. So mm. I don't. I don't know. I don't usually get a load of gifts. There's not really opportunity for this to happen. I guess. Um, yeah, I don't think I. I don't think I've had it happen. I certainly had like the odd weird gift where it's like. That's not that, like you certainly bought this as like a set for like all of the cousins or something. You know what I mean, like, like yeah. this is like this is a you bought this because one of the cousins maybe likes it and like eight of us are now receiving it. Yeah, so, it's like a three great. for two ah, dealer boots or that. whatever. Um, you know, but that's not it. that's not like a repeat customer yeah. that won't mm. go away with the polo shirts. It's that and the Lynx Africa bodies. Oh yeah. Yes. Look, I mean, that makes a great flamethrower, Ravs. There's always a use for it. <laughs> that's, that's true, that's true. As a spider roaster 5000. Yeah, yeah. God, I can't just stop thinking about all the stupid gifts, though. Like, <laughs> like, like when your gran or something knows you like games, so you get, like, a copy of, like, you know, but you're playing, like, PS2 and she gets you, like, a Monsters, oh, Inc. That's the Game, Boy, yeah. Game Boy Advance. Because that, that hurts. That oh, actually It does hurts. hurt. Because you're like, does. they tried. They tried and, and yeah. they failed. You can't. <laughs> Yeah, my grand did that, and I played the fuck out of that game, even though I was loving my PS2 at the time. I was like, fuck it, get me my Game Boy. That's cute. All right, should we move on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Hi guys, this summer I had a close family bereavement. My friends have been amazing and supported me throughout and your podcast has also been great at providing me amusing amusing and sometimes disturbing distractions. Hmm. During the grieving process, my friends and I uh, think we have a great question for you. Who are the five people you would want to meet in the afterlife? This question is based on a book of the same name. The idea is to think of five people you think had a great impact on your life. They could be famous, nameless, such as a stranger that helped you, or a friend or family member. In the spirit of the question, these are five people you're sharing an eternal dinner party with. 
Thank you for the content you create. You and all the yogs are source of great, great a source of fun in a not so fun world. What a lovely question. That's very Aww. nice. Um, I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to, like, your sorry to hear about your loss. Um, but thank you. What a great question yeah, to come thank for you. it. Thank you for writing it. That's a very good question. What do we reckon? Five, five. Should we come up with five together? Okay. Should we do, should we do okay, five? The, the zero degrees dinner party. Okay. The zero degrees dinner party. It's us three and then five people. Okay. Um, is there anyone you're instantly throwing in? I guess they ha- they don't have to be currently dead as well, right? This is like in your, our afterlife. Yeah. yeah. There's so I feel like we could be dead or alive. Yeah. yeah. So it's Ooh. someone that's had a great impact on your life. It's not just... Uh, someone you think's cool, right? It's got to be someone that's been impactful. Fuck, I think I just have to instantly put Lewis Brindley in there then. <laughs> oh, I am not having a dinner oh. party for eternity with but Lewis. But <laughs> but no. The first guest is Lewis. But when we think about it, I try to die had, again. <laughs> he has had such an impact on all of our lives. Oh, God. We'd have to, then, oh, no. That, we'd also have to have Simon, probably. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we just... cannot use two of our fucking five get, uh, dinner guests up on Simon and Lewis. <laughs> oh my god we can have anyone Harry a lot of Yorks fans would kill for that a lot of Yorks yeah, fans true, would be like you, you scumbags <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think we have to have one of them we've got to have one of them okay but you know I have to throw steps in here as well oh, honestly oh, I'm not to I this have fucking to. party. I have to, man. I'm not you could have literally any you can have the fucking anyone in this world and I'm sitting here with six Lewis. Three of our fans already taken. I just go into the office. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So let's say uh, I guess for each right, of us. We have two be... spaces. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Alright. Let me think of someone Well um... Lydia, you gotta to put Tom in, so <laughs> So we got one space left. <laughs> we got a single space. Fuck, would you get Duncan in as well? Because you know, oh, why not? Fuck it, why not? Problem solved. It's just five yogs. Oh god. <laughs> no, For the okay. rest if, of our lives. Well, if we exclude yogs, I feel like we have to exclude yogs. Okay, yogs we have to okay. exclude yogs. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, oh, it's a really tough question, isn't it? It's a really tough question. I figured it would be easy, but actually, I think it's really hard. I think we have to exclude our parents as well, because then mm. that instantly just takes up like I think six close spaces. family. Has Aw- to... Awkward, awkwardly, someone's one of some someone's <laughs> one parent isn't making it. <laughs> got Lewis, yeah. got Lewis, <laughs> Sorry, <and> Papa. <laughs> my mum and Lydia's mum, and then I was just fucking. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think close family and yolks have to be removed. Yeah. Right? Okay, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I think what um, makes this hard is that it's it's phrase like had a great impact on your life because suddenly you'd say things like maybe when everyone asks this kind of like question you, you think of like oh a cool movie star or whatever but then now yeah. you're suddenly thinking wait are they actually having an impact on my life like I I feel like I know the first one and I don't like it. Oh God. It's Boris right. Johnson. He's fucked oh. our lives up. <laughs> He's had a oh. massive, Im- uh, sadly, a I massive guess a negative impact. impact. I thought you meant Can that seriously. Can we invite seriously? him to the dinner party just to fucking throw food at him and stab yeah, him with forks? Just to fucking be mean. Just to be mean yeah. and horrible. Oh. Say yeah. everything you've ever felt about him. That man has had a lot of impact on our lives. Oh, oh I've got a good one. Oh, we can, okay. I, so, sorry. I mean, carry on about Boris Johnson. No, go ahead. Yeah, he's, just, he's, my, he's my input. Okay, but this there's going to be a slight... Um, Probably a bit of a translation issue over here. So let's assume that everyone uh, can communicate perfectly. Hideo okay. Kojima. 
Mm. Yes. Like yes. huge Hideo impact Kojima on my life. at that table. Yeah. yeah like, I, I do like the idea that he's there, but we can't. No one can oh, we can't communicate because we can't speak Japanese. Okay, my, my pick is Hideo Kojima's translator. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Boris Johnson. Hideo Kojima, Hideo Kojima's translator. What a team. I, guess I don't want Boris Johnson there, Harry. I'm sorry, but I'm putting my bloody <laughs> He's had a massive impact. He may be a massive pun. <laughs> I think it means a positive impact. Um... Okay, I would... F- I mean, fuck it. If you guys are getting just a Japanese translator in there, I'll take the unfounded <laughs> creator of Pokemon. I mean, we just... <laughs> no, done. 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 We could just, you know, one for two there. Um, who else? Okay. Who else would be up um, there? I mean, Kanye West. Are we having, are we, are we all big Kanye fans. We all like of, him. Of different times. So I we feel like... We like his music and his fashion. Yeah. But I like music. So, but, uh, but as a dinner party guest... I mean, he keeps interesting it would be fucking wild yeah but, and that yeah, one's actually, a, a three foot because we all like yeah. it so yeah I, okay so we've got Kanye West Hideo Kojima let's take the translators oh, yeah. out okay, okay. so the, the, Hideo Kojima <laughs> and the creator of Pokemon who can speak perfect English <laughs> in this magical yeah. fantasy dinner party we've got two spots we've got left two left hmm. two left I just, I just I'm also feeling about how like the dinner party is gonna like flow together because I already feel like there's <laughs> I feel like Hideo Kojima and um and the Pokemon creator will be all right together like they'll you know they'll like you know be able to talk about games but I feel like Kanye West is this weird <laughs> he's got this bubble <laughs> thing going on on the side we need someone to connect help connect who's them. gonna connect who's gonna bridge the gap between or entertain the- Kanye when like we don't want to talk to him anymore I kind of want to throw like a weird spanner in the works and see like J.R.R. Tolkien or something okay you know? that would okay. be fun an so author cool. like, that's cool yeah, get like you know Lord of the Rings in there yeah, yeah. like that chat to Kanye about Lord of the Rings nice yeah, nice fuck. that's actually a good shout all right, so we've got two game creators and a uh, musician and uh, author. Yeah. That's a nice little blend. I like that, that one, nice. Ravs. That's good. Oh, fuck. We've got to have like Beethoven or something, haven't we? Just like I've some always proper said, old... Like, or like Caesar. Just like some proper old like Harry, ancient era Harry, person. How, how much has Caesar impacted your life? Well, Lydia, we wouldn't be here. I mean, I went to a Roman bath when I was a kid, you know. Just, it's cool. That's cool. That was a cool what moment. Are you gonna, I, what are you going to I bought fucking... an owl sharpening thing for a pencil. Lost what, it. That what, was cool. What are you going to chat to Beethoven about, Harry? I don't know, but it would be interesting. It would be an interesting moment. I don't think this... I just don't... I don't agree that these people... I mean, yes, they have, it's in funny, a way... We can have Boris Johnson. If You can just say it if you want it. You can just say, well, you know, you massive impact. No, no. Nigel no. Farage. There's got to be someone else there's got to be someone else we could have that fucking uh neurologist guy sigmund freud just be like yo mate what's the fuck's going on you can finally explain why you got all these feelings about your mom (laughs) yeah come on tell tell us about your mummy (laughs) go on go on we have to know this one's just a curiosity pick come on please uh why is it so hard to think it's 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 the whole that they've got to have an impact on your life all right boom chris tarrant Let's just have Chris Tarrant. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire shaped my, is he my dead? teenage? No, no, but no, but like, none I of them are. Aren't I just they? Thought, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> he shaped my my youth. He did, old old Chrissy boy. He's got such like a grimacing smile. Mm, it's me, <laughs> he looks sad. What he about, just looks like oh, yeah, what about an actor? Is there an actor that we can all say? Um, oh, yeah, I'm surprised there hasn't been an actor. That you know, that's the guy. I mean, DiCaprio. <gasps> I would love 
Can we, love can we get DiCaprio, but also I get to He's have a time machine. He's not going to want to set around that, a bunch that, of old people. That sends me back uh, 10 or so <laughs> years. 24. So I get a chance. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> can, yeah, in this dinner party, can I be 23? <laughs> well, you, well, I'm the fool. Well, I'm the fool. Oh, I think I'd I'll rather DiCaprio that. with the fool. I would have <sighs> DiCaprio, personally. But then you might get to see the fool's like, absolutely mammoth dick. Wow! Oh, Jonas Jonah Hill, I think... I would rather... No, no, fuck Jonah I'd Hill. I'd rather Jonah Hill over the camera. Well, no. What about... He's fucking hilarious. What about, like, a, a classic great, like, someone like Morgan Freeman or um, Ian, no, Ian McKellen No, because then I would feel or... like... Because like, also, this dinner would be fucking insane, Lydia. You've got Morgan Freeman <laughs> sat next to Kanye West. <laughs> Just, like, the two cre- the creators of Pokemon and Inigajima. Like, what? It doesn't... <laughs> this is the best dinner party ever. No one's... It's going to be awkward as fuck. No one's going to say anything. There's going to be silence. <laughs> I, do you think we should go for who's our actor Leonardo DiCaprio is that what oh, I'm throwing in I DiCaprio don't, I don't know about DiCaprio DiCaprio you know I just feel like he's just going to talk about climate change why not change just like Shakespeare and, okay yeah uh, just throw in a little Shakespeare boy really I mean I don't really know I feel, like, I feel like we haven't but what if he like from... speaks in prose the yeah, whole time will, you know? it would be so annoying no one's gonna, he's it gonna would really, be so annoying he's going to piss me off to be honest <laughs> piss me right off I feel like we need someone from like a different era. Do you know what I mean? We need someone. I I want someone who would like to bring some history to bring because that would be okay. so interesting, wouldn't it? Asking them really what it was like, at, you know, alive. Genghis Khan. Oh, <laughs> I mean, technically, he's probably what like you know all of our grandparents at some point. Yeah, so. uh, families excluded. Then, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it has to be someone. Okay, who is a person in history which has had a positive impact on our life? Our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. There we go. Based, based answer. Perfect. Jesus Christ. We got our team together. So we got uh, Hideo Kojima, the creator of Pokemon, name not known. Um, name not known. I could have Googled it at this point. I haven't. Jesus, I can't the literal Jesus Christ himself, Kanye West and J.R. Uh, Tolkien, whatever his name is. Oh my God. Yeah, I think that's a good... Are we happy with that? If you're curious, it's Satoshi Tajiri. There we I go. I didn't know that. Satoshi. Okay. That's our, that's our little dinner party that we have to be at for the rest of eternity. I hate it. <laughs> I actually kind of hate it. I think it's going to be awkward. I actually kind of love it. You know, I'm just going to be chatting to Kanye and Kojima the whole time. It's going to be... Same. Yeah, it's like I get landed with like Tolkien. It's like, yeah, I didn't read uh, no, the books. I'll, I only, I read love the, to I only watched the movie. Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's true actually I like the movies a lot maybe we should swap it with Peter Jackson <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate that alright we'll get Peter oh. Jackson instead yeah Peter Jackson would be good yeah he seemed like he'd be fun he'd be, he'd have, he'd be a good time he'd be a good yeah okay nice um, right. I feel like people should send in their five yeah. I want to see yeah I want to know yeah leave know. a comment on the YouTube or um, reply on Twitter or something send us in what your five are I want to see I feel like we've We've done all right, but I feel like someone will have an amazing five out there. Yeah. I'm curious if we're at any of their tables. Oh. Oh, my God. We're not going to be at anyone's bloody table. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's, like, some people were born, like, it blows my mind after the year 2000, and, like, we've probably impacted their life. What? Nah. Hopefully. Uh, possibly. Nah. It's, it's a real possibility. Someone just listened to the Cum Pizza episode and was like, damn, <laughs> I just loved the way they talked about that glaze. Oh. Uh, oh. Also, I know that Simon's going to listen to this. Simon, I'd love to sit at a table with you for eternity. 
Uh, nothing would make me happy. So I was going to be so pissed that I said Lewis instead of him. He's going to be so <laughs> mad. That's what I, I was thinking. Is bait him. I just bait him a little bit. <laughs> Hi, Simon. Hi, Simon. Hi, Simon. <laughs> All right, let's do next question. Hello, Zero Degrees. I've been alive for 26 years, and in all that time, I've never been on a flight to anywhere. A fact that no one I speak to can believe. Next year, I'm throwing myself in at the deep end, and I'm taking a 12-hour flight to Japan for a dream holiday. What are your tips for someone taking their first ever long-haul flight? Thanks. Side question. Ever been to Japan? I'm actually curious about this, too, because I've never had a long-haul flight. Most I've done is, like, four hours. So oh, Really? Yep, never been to Japan. Would love to go. So I'm curious. Yeah, from I've you never two. been to Japan. Me neither. You, none of us. You, no, no, I'd love to go. It's up there. It's top on the list. But no, it's none just of us. what were you so going to say, Lid? Um, I was going to say, I feel like this this question um, resonates with me because I didn't go on my first flight until I was like 21 or something like that. Really? Yeah, because I never. Growing up, we never had abroad holidays. Never went abroad. And then when I was a teenager. I kind of just developed because it it got so late by the time I was like 18, 19 and could maybe like afford to do it. I was really scared of the idea of doing mm-hmm. it. Like it just freaked me out because I'd never been on it. Um, and then I went on a flight when I was 22 and I feel like I shouldn't go too far into it because it's, this is meant to be positive mm-hmm. for this question. And I had a very negative experience, but I that, think that's, I think that's fine to talk about. I think that's as yeah. As, well, the thing is, you fly now, right? Like yeah. So yeah, it has a happy ending. Yeah, um, yeah. But to be fair, it wasn't the flight's fault. It was I was sick. So I basically I had a cold before I went on the flight, mm-hmm. and as the flight went like was landing, it descended very quickly, and something in my sinuses like burst, like oh, something oh popped, God. and then like pressure change, pressure change, and blood started streaming from my face. And, yeah, and I was in the worst pain. I was like screaming in agony, um, which was really embarrassing because there were a bunch of these guys. <laughs> really embarrassing. So it's really so embarrassing. Is like the last thing that I was thinking about. No. I was about the pain. Oh my god. Like it, that was bad as well. But there were a bunch of Benidorm lads sitting in front of us, and they were like, because I was like twenty, whatever. They were all like. I was we're going to go with my girlmates and we were all having a big flirt or whatever. And then out of nowhere, I just start screaming and blood starts pouring out of my face. And I think they were all absolutely fucking horrified. And it just really, really stopped the atmosphere of a flirty banty flight. Um, but yeah, so that was horrible. And obviously because I'd been scared to fly beforehand, cause I, I don't like heights. So I was scared of the idea mm-hmm. of going very high up in the air. Um, after that, I just developed an intense fear of flying. Like, absolutely would have nightmares every week about flying i would like get scared if i saw planes in the sky like oh like God. severe what? phobia um i had to do a fear of flying course with the BA, uh, ba which was expensive but it worked it really helped do? me it's like a- did they just put you in a chair and like shake you a bit like <laughs> calm down my dear calm down <laughs> they slapped me and poured water over me um basically it's like a day-long thing it's split into three parts the first part is like learning how a plane works and why it doesn't just fall out of the sky which was really really helpful for me um two the second bit was more like a kind of therapy like how mm. to deal with the anxiety how to manage it and then the third part was going up in a flight around london um, no and I I've wasn't. Never, I've never heard of this. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. They're quite expensive. They're like a few hundred quid. They're not cheap. But at that point, I was desperate because I just couldn't. I you know couldn't go anywhere, and I really yeah. wanted to. Um, 
So I did this course and it helped me so much. And after that, um, like I've been to New Zealand, uh, like the longest flight you can do from here. And yeah. I've been to America a few times and I still don't like flying. I still get nervous and I still get scared when there's turbulence and I, you know, I get anxious about it, but I can do it. Like it helped me so much, but I realized the person, sorry, I've gone off a tangent here. The person here isn't scared of flying more just no. that they haven't done it. But I really resonate because I didn't fly until I was quite old, much older as well. Um, but yeah. I, I think it's quite normal i i don't I, I'm, I'm surprised that no one think no one no one believes them I've, i know quite a few people who you know hadn't flown until they were 20s or something yeah because so. not like, everyone does abroad holidays with their family no. growing up and then you have to be able to afford it as an adult so yeah, it's not yeah. out of the you know realms of possibility to, for just to not fly until you're in your 20s or even older tips for long-haul flights specifically i mean that is that is a crazy first yeah. time flight like i i think like first question has to be how tall are you mm, like that yeah. for me that well be, the difference between flying as a kid when i was not this tall and flying as an adult now i am this tall is drastically different yeah like it is oh yeah it's considerably more uncomfortable like we're all over six foot flying as someone who's over six foot is just a more painful experience mm-hmm. in every way mm-hmm. it's just not as comfortable so you need to like extra leg room is a must i even do it that. like i even do it on an hour flight i get extra yeah. leg room i hate that it's so annoying but even if you can't even if you're you know you can't can't afford to get the extra leg room more you can't find a seat there are some seats that are better you know especially on long haul flights usually ones near the front oh, near the oh, toilets or something have extra exit room seats, exit, uh, emergency exit seats whatever they're called they've got more leg room but i mean that's like the first thing to consider really mm. and then like you know being proactive on the plane, standing up and walking around, like it's perfectly acceptable. I, I think my grandma still does it. She goes to the back and does like aerobics and stuff. Aww. Whenever she goes, I love that. Like, I love that. I get up and stretch your legs. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the time, it's very safe and fine. You know, when the seatbelt signs off for the majority yeah. of the flight, to get up and walk around, especially yeah. if you've got long legs and you're in a bit of a tight seat, that's a really good way of like not just experiencing excruciating pain. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like I find the best, my brain goes into like almost like a, the same state it goes into like when I go to like the doctors when I go on a plane where I'm just like this is just a thing I'm doing in my life that I'm just going to experience and I just boop it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't. I feel like I don't experience being on a plane. I just kind of like go into like AFK mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just like watch a movie or listen to a podcast or just like look around or what. I, I just feel like I go like almost zen. And mm. I think that's a really helpful space to get into when especially doing a really fucking long flight because there's no point trying to think about and count down the hours or something because it would just make it feel so much longer um like banging through podcasts is a really great way to do it you won't notice the time's going yeah it's so easy i've never been on a, a one as a movie but i guess i will be because we're going mm-hmm. to twitchcon san diego it's going to be my first ever like, was it 12 hour flight or something it's, a le- or, it's 10 or 11 i believe i can't well, yeah it's be that's because we're going certainly to the via, yeah. yeah it will be long certainly the longest flight ever been on i'm just like i need like a ton of podcasts and movies mm. and i'm just gonna get extra leg room if i can and just try ride it out maybe try and sleep it depends on that's the time like another, you're flying yeah because yeah I, I we're gonna assume they're flying from america for the 12-hour flight to japan which means you're flying against the time, so time's not really moving. No, you're flying. Yeah. Yes, the flight there, you're flying against the time, right? S- certainly take into account what time you land in the other country. Uh, like, try sleep on the plane if you can, but like, so take, in, take into account Best Best those practice things. is basically you. the moment you step onto that plane, you pretend you are in the time zone of the other country. So begin eating, sleeping, and doing as if you were in that country. 
because otherwise you're just going to be fucked up if you just stay awake and it's all of the night or whatever. Um, but like eating food is also a really good way to like tell your body what time of day it is as well. Um, that's why planes usually will serve depending on what the food is for where you're going or they'll try and speed run it up to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's Honestly, it's I think it's quite a fun experience being in a plane for 12 hours. It's kind of surreal, but I wouldn't say it's anything ner- ner- nervous, you know, nervous making. Yeah, and like I... Th- it's there's almost it's obviously like shorter flights are better because it's over quicker and it's not very comfortable being squished in a seat however there is something kind of novel about a long flight because you do get movies and it will be all the new movies that are on on the Mm -hmm. cinema at the moment and like a ton of other stuff um and you know you do get like food served to you and it is like a a kind of a novel experience it is and you can also say to yourself like especially if it's you know maybe work is stressful or you feel like you're always being bothered by emails or whatever that is like 12 hours where no one can contact you and mm-hmm. you can listen to all your podcasts you can mm-hmm. play your switch you can watch movies and there is nothing else you can be doing like you can't be like fuck work fuck any of your responsibilities yeah, yeah. that is 12 hours to consume media that you enjoy and not feel guilty about it because that's all you can do in those 12 hours so the only bad bit is that actually it does get uncomfortable and if if you're like me i can't sleep on planes at all like i can't can't sleep yeah, sitting I up i physically just cannot um so you if you do depending when the flight is you start to get tired and you're just like getting angsty and you're like oh i just want to get off this flight but just have a few movies lined up and before you know it that's most of the time done like uh, you know your average yeah. movie now is a couple of hours um if you watch three or four movies that's a big chunk of the time gone with eating some food and stuff in between like done like yeah. that's the flight done you're basically there a couple of podcasts boom you're landing like i would say it's it's certainly better to try and do something and make the time feel worth it yeah because i always in my brain i always just think oh i'm just gonna waste you know on my wasting 15 hours traveling or whatever but you can make that time not wasted yeah like, think you of can it do stuff while, you, while you're there maybe there's like a series that you've wanted to watch for ages like download it onto your if you've got like a laptop or an ipad and watch the entire series in one sitting mm-hmm. like binge it without guilt because there's nothing else you can be doing in that time. So like yeah. set up something really fun that's for you to do that you've wanted to do for ages and use that as time to enjoy it without feeling guilty. Yeah. And like Harry said, get up and walk around when you can because it will. It does get uncomfortable sitting down in a squished up seat for a long time. But other than and that... certainly, certainly wear comfortable as well. Like oh, yeah. Some sweatpants or something. Like wear a comfy hoodie or just a t-shirt depending on how hot it is, I guess. Yeah. And just like, you know, just chill. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to be sitting wearing, like, jeans. like tight jeans yeah. or anything. Yeah. It's like, just... I, uh, I, I travelled back from Turkey in my red swim shorts. I just couldn't be fucked. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go back in flip-flops and swimmies. I love it. So you landed in Bristol with, like, yeah. oh, Just geez. a fucking oh, red swim great. shorts on. Which I will, that's I would great. I would say I wouldn't advise. I don't mind the cold a little bit, but airplanes do actually get quite cold. Yeah, they do. Mm. So do, like, bring a hoodie. Um, and probably wear not swim shorts. Yeah. <laughs> like not yeah. even shorts. Like you probably want to wear like not tight trousers, but like some jogging bottoms or something. Yeah. yeah. Jogging bottoms, a t-shirt, maybe like a zip up hoodie that you can take on and off. Yeah. Um, I'd like wear really comfy shoes and also um, have like a big bottle of water. Like you get, you get really dehydrated on the plane. Like oh, you yeah. get really thirsty because it's just like that regurgitated air going around. So you do get really thirsty. Um, obviously, you need to buy that in the airport, though, because they won't let you take oh, that take through a, um, security. Take an, empty, take an empty flask, take an empty water bottle, and you can fill it up. You can fill it up in, in the actual airport. That's a good point, actually. This person's cheap, actually, I guess, not been in an cheaper. airport before. Yeah, yeah. Like, airports, yeah. airports are expensive. It's they like are really expensive. It's a captive yeah. audience, so it's just everything's expensive. And buying stuff on the plane is 
again expensive like it's a cost of doing it yeah. so i'd say always bring a water bottle that you can fill up if you can yeah 100 percent. that's really good advice like you save yeah, we money went, doing that yeah we went to one of the places in bristol on the way to scotland and like it was like 11 pounds for a mimosa <laughs> and like 16 pounds for like the worst salmon on toast i've ever oh, had it's such a rip-off yeah. isn't it they it's absolutely so rinse you yeah they rinse you because they know you're there and you have to wait you've got no other option you're gonna pay it yeah, yeah. like there's that they can do it because there's no other choice if you're hungry so, like what else yeah plan for things like that yeah. for sure but yeah good luck let's know how it goes good luck i'm have sure, I'm sure you have a great time. time in japan that's very cool i've never been but i'd love to go me too I, sh- I should probably go when it opens back up for tourism yeah, they must be going on a guided tour, right? Because that's all it's open for at the moment, I believe. Yeah, well, no, the guided tour is like super failed. Oh, really? Uh, I've I heard like that people are just not into them. Like oh. they want to, yeah. So I don't think it's doing well. So I think Japan must be close to reconsidering and opening up proper. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to go over there. It's so far. It's like it's far, far, far. far. I think it's like a fourteen-hour flight. Is it from us? I can't remember. Maybe this Probably person like that. is from the UK. 12-hour flight, depending on where they're going to Japan, could be from the UK. Uh, the trouble is, all, no, the one, no, one hour, wait, non-stop from Bristol to Tokyo. There's, wait, no, no, there's no non-stop from Bristol. There can't be. No, no, it's no. from the UK, so Magic Kingdom. It has to I'm be London. I'm just look. Uh, there must be non-stops, right? Yeah, from, depending on where you're going. Like Tokyo, they'll do yeah, a non-stop. non-stop is a 14-hour flight. Whew. Okay. Fucking so so long or you do it with one or two stops and it's like 20 hours of traveling yeah that's just like insane Oof. when i did new zealand it was a 12 hour f- flight with an hour stopover which was just literally getting off one plane and getting onto the other and then a 14 hour flight oh. it was oh my god yeah it was yeah wow really fucking 20, 20 their flights for 50 hours yeah, yeah come on let's go <laughs> it was genuinely horrific i thought like i was going crazy because you get That's one mental. massive flight out of the way and then you get onto an even longer one it's it's pretty intense if i did it when i go again i'd do a stopover because it's just yeah. too much to in one go i know the guy's a massive knob but that fucking elon musk thing he wants to do the the rocket travel thing what's what? that it was amazing have you not uh, uh, elon musk rocket travel earth there there's he proposed a way a spacex starship is spacex starship is earth to earth travel where you'll be able to take off from like london and get to like tokyo in like an hour or something like what that the fuck? how expensive yeah. is it gonna be i i don't know but i remember seeing a video that he put up and i was like oh this looks amazing um, Who the fuck can ever afford to do it though? Let me link you in the chat. Mm. It's on SpaceX's official channel. I don't know. Apparently, it's supposed to be commercially available. I mean, I don't trust much that he says, but let me see. So, oh, so two oh, minute th- video. I remember this. This is oh, this is old, isn't it? Uh, yeah, twenty seventeen. This was like yeah. teased. Long distance trip, uh, less than thirty minutes, anywhere on Earth in under an hour. I mean, that would if it was if it ever comes to light, an hour against New Zealand would be fucking that insane. Would be insane, yeah. wouldn't it? Like it's something I hope that we experience in our lifetime. But I don't think in our yeah. lifetime, no fucking way. I mean, this is no. the man that yeah. said by twenty twenty that we'd be living on Mars or whatever it was that he said. Like you know, uh, I think he has very <laughs> grand aspirations that aren't realistic. Yeah. Um, 
Also, I mean, God, it, it's already expensive enough to fly a fucking plane. How expensive is that going to be? Like, oh, can yeah. you imagine yeah. how much like, that would cost? Two grand to New Zealand, like. Mm. I mean, it already is almost two grand. Well, it actually, yeah. depends. I reckon it'd be more than that. I think it'd be like five. Well, I think it'd be insane if it's an hour with a fucking rocket ship. It would be so expensive. And also, we used to have really fast travel, and they got rid of it. The old Concorde, not as fast yeah. as that, obviously, but. Supersonic flight. Supersonic flight. And I didn't, you know. Come on, bring it back. Bring back the Concorde. Bring it back. <laughs> but didn't it have like a horrific crash? And then, yeah. and then they were like, hmm. Yeah, but it had a cool like nose. It had the, it had the scoop nose. It had like a, a paper aeroplane nose, you know. Yeah, I liked like it. it. Like cute. it's just going wee all the way to New York. It wasn't it like England to New York in like three hours or something insane. I can't remember. I'm going to, I want to Google. Yeah, what was it? Concorde. Or was it Paris to New York? Uh, it was Air France. So yeah, it was, must have been Paris. Uh, Concorde's fastest transatlantic crossing was New York to London in two hours and 52 minutes. Wow. That's amazing. That is insane. Two fast. hours and 50 minutes. Bring them back, honestly. Bring them back. Yeah, that, honestly, that's quick enough that you don't need to fucking go into space. That is so... Two hours to get to New York. It's like a, that's like a six-hour flight, five-hour yeah. flight. yeah. That's huge. So all Concorde flights were grounded for over a year after the incident. So that's when the one crashed. Uh, citing rising operating costs and reduced ticket sales, British Airways retired its Concorde fleet in 2003. And they, so basically after the crash, they just couldn't, you know, and, uh, couldn't, couldn't keep the business going. And it all just got halted. Fucking crazy. We need to move on from the Boeing 747, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm fed up with those planes. Give us the fancy supersonic ones. I mean, going, boys. Where are we going on Airbus, don't we? Oh, the Dreamline. The Dreamline is the one that's really good to go on. Dreamline ah, is really fucking nice. Have you guys been on a plane which has stairs? Like, it's two floors. No. It, yes, I have. Yeah, yes. they're weird. Like, walking Those, up the so stairs. It's like, this is like a house. <laughs> how is this? How is this? It scared me because I was like, how the fuck is this going to fly? This is a gigantic house. <laughs> it's yeah. too heavy. It's not, and it doesn't have, make like, sense. They, they have like the, the like beluga head bump mm, in the front. Yeah, like the blobby bit. Freak me out. Like, even though the big flight scared me, the, the flight that scared me the most is going, I went on a propeller plane and that just yeah, that freaked me. me the fuck out. Yeah. Like, in between the New Zealand islands, North and South Island, went on, like, a little tiny plane mm, with a propeller. I don't, I and don't like that. I was shitting it. I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely fucking hated it. And on the way back, the turbulence was so bad because obviously the smaller the plane, the more you feel the turbulence. Like, yeah. my magazine went flying out of my hand and I was just, like, crying. Like, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I... I hate going on small planes Absolutely. the bigger the plane the better the plane <laughs> fucking hell yeah I'm, I'm good on that <laughs> I think I'll in, the, in the vein of this though like speaking of those like deceptively big airbuses like we were driving around Scotland like Duncan had the hire car mm. and there was a bus in front of us and he was like Ravs look at the space between me and you sitting in the front seats here and then thinking about that bus that bus has a corridor you can walk down and two seats on either side that go all the way down the roads and it's taking up the same amount of space as us on the on the motorway. I was like, help, my brain can't comprehend <laughs> how the bus, which might be a tiny bit wider, has so much more space inside of it. How? Wait, how? How, wait, how was it taking up the same amount of space? What were you driving? We were, we were in this... It would take uh, up a fair bit more wide. If buses yeah. are wider than cars, but like, yeah, they're pretty... 
pretty 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 efficient, aren't they? It's very efficient. Like almost like the buses must be like paper thin. Yeah. God, that's boring, uh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, like paper thin buses. Ooh, it's a can of sardines ready to go squish. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, should we should we wrap there i think that's yeah it's a good point yeah. a good, good point and we, for next week's episode we've got some great questions waiting so yeah oh yeah good stuff good stuff on the horizon thank you for listening to zero degrees um i hope you enjoyed this episode a bit more chill not so much sexual deviance um, exactly we only mentioned cum pizza a few times you know yeah. like, uh, some nice questions yeah. thank you for sending them in continue to keep sending them in yeah um, some really high quality questions have been sent in recently so loving it loving it you, keep them coming um, and if you want to send in your questions um, you can use the link in the podcast description or on the YouTube video description or on our Twitters or you can go to yogcar.st slash zd or pickaxe.uk slash zero degrees lots of different ways to find the form um, it's, it's out there um, and make sure and to give, give us a rating give us a little exactly. like a comment a little review on Spotify or Apple um, lots like, of reviews like YouTubers mm. like YouTubers rate and review it really helps us out come guys. on make sure it really helps come smash on that click like smash that bell I mean I do I literally go and I go and feed I go and find all the Twitter replies and the comments and Reddit and stuff. So we Same. read them all. Mm-hmm. We read them all. I peep. I even peep the discords. I'm like, oh, people what talking about saying? the podcast. Yeah. What? What? I love feedback. Yeah, yeah it's me nice. Too, me too. It feels like yeah. it's part of a conversation. So I, I like. Oh, it. we got a tweet the other night, Harry, when we were at the pub. Uh, you just come back from Turkey. I just come back from Scotland, and someone's like. Listening to Zero Degrees at the pub and Ravs and Harry and Yogs showed up. I was like, what? what? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was the other, it was the other night. Uh, they didn't take a picture. Like, come on, you're supposed to take a picture. Come yeah, on, guys. But they were just like, I'm listening to the podcast at the pub and you guys showed up. I'm like, okay. Then they didn't even say hello to us. Aww. Unbelievable. That's fun. Unbelievable. Up. That's fun. Yeah. Cool, though. I know. I like that. Oh. I like that. I like that a lot. A little zero degree in the in real life. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to spot them yet. <laughs> yeah, we need our tiny penis thing. We'll oh figure that God, out. No. We'll figure Please that don't out. say that to me. Please we'll don't come up to me and sell me your tiny penis. I have zero no, degrees. No. I think it's probably the uh, <laughs> probably the statement. Um, anyway, we'll catch you all next week. Have a lovely one. Um, see you later. Peace. Ciao, ciao. Bye. 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 taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com